Hello, everybody in Geekiverse land. My name is Nate Lockhart, and you're listening to The Memory Machine, a podcast about old stuff and the memories we have about them. Um, I might sound a little bit more like a late-night radio person because we're trying to be quiet because my son is sleeping in the other room. Also, it has to do with the fact that we all have colds, and so uh, just, uh, you know, give us a little break. All right, we work hard for you people. Um... Of course, this is all Geekiverse thing. They uh, have a lot of uh, cool stuff. You can check out their website at geekiverse.com. They also have a Patreon that they just started. So if you like what we're doing, uh, throw us a couple shekels. Today is something that we kind of hastily brought together, but it worked out. I think we have a good topic for today. Who do I have to my right? My name is Kate Blackheart. And I am known for being Nate Lockhart's wife. Yeah. So about that, you're getting uh, you're, you're getting uh, a little special treat today. I don't know how many other times we'll get her on the show, but uh, how about that? How about that? Yeah. I'm happy to be here today, Nate. Oh, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> that wasn't being facetious. I just uh, anyway. Um, so in the haste, Katie, I would appreciate it if you stopped saying in the haste, because that just makes it sound like I'm here because you have no <laughs> one else better to be on the show. And I really don't appreciate that. Look, all right. I couldn't get anyone else to, together. <laughs> you're just going to have to be happy with where you, with your status. Uh, no. Um, but, uh, we've been very busy lately. Katie can attest family stuff. Um, Am I Katie? You know, sure, Katie, okay. Kate, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, in our haste to, to get things together, uh, it was uh, hard to get people together, but uh, luckily Katie and I had something to talk about. So, no uh, week in geek history because, guys, I'm tired. Just give me a break. Okay. Um, so, with that having been said, why don't we just like jet into the topic here? That's the, a great the, idea. The, the title I want for this is Halloween for Halloweeners. <laughs> that casts you as a Halloweener. I hope you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I uh, <laughs> I expected that. I was I braced myself for such taunting when you suggested that I take part in this episode. Yes. Well, it is important. Uh, that Halloween, it turns out, is not for everybody. There are some people who don't like scary things. And There's a lot of, of us. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought uh, it would be good if you let off and talked about your Halloween experiences growing up, not liking scary stuff, uh, maybe any memories you have about uh, uh, maybe being scared of certain things when you were a kid. Or now, as it turns out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was scared of a lot of things as a kid, um, especially in movies and on TV. I, mm. When I was a kid, I used to fast forward the part in Beauty and the Beast with the wolves. <laughs> and I actually still do that now. <laughs> maybe more so out of habit now than, a, than I'm actually afraid of it. Uh but I still don't like it, so I'll, I'll keep fast-forwarding the wolves um, in Beauty and the Beast because that's not oh. necessary. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm guessing you're fishing for me to talk about being afraid of the line, the witch in the wardrobe when yeah, I was a kid. Yes. Uh, it used to scare me the part um, where they 
tied Aslan up. And I learned at a very young age, probably six or seven, that the best thing to do if someone, if you're watching something scary with somebody else and you didn't want to admit that you were scared is to go to the bathroom during the parts that scared you the most. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure my parents thought I had a problem for a while because I would go to the bathroom and stay there until I heard the parts were done. Oh, my gosh. Was there anything else that you can recall that freaked you out when you were a kid? Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I was scared of of a lot of things, but I also avoided a lot of things that were scary when I was a kid. Hmm. Um, I remember Preemptive. being... Yeah, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> I would... I would fall asleep early at sleepovers when they would watch scary movies because I wouldn't want to uh-huh. take part in that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. I just didn't like it and didn't want to inconvenience inconvenience everybody else by telling them they had to not watch scary things so i would just hide behind things i'd go to the bathroom all the time i'd mm. chat with people's moms in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> rather than sit and watch the scary movies uh i remember being particularly terrified of uh the mummy i think i was in middle school maybe um boris karloff mummy no or? no uh Gosh, what's that guy from the 90s? Brendan Fraser. Oh, my heavens. Yeah. Yeah. That, I was terrified that, that of that. that movie. <laughs> you know, of all of the... I guess the Scarab Beatles kind of freaked me out when I was a kid. But I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's unnecessary to bring that up. That's fair. Um, I mean, as for myself, I, I had some things that I was scared of, but I feel like I was a little bit more ready to take them on maybe to a certain degree. Yes and no. Like, I was always fascinated by, like, things like monsters and ghosts and uh, stories like that. But it didn't take too much for it to go past my threshold. Like, for instance, the comedy Mars Attacks. Uh, I saw that when I was 10. And them being zapped into skeletons, that freaked me out a mm. lot as a kid. That was a little much for me. Uh, if you heard the last episode, you know that Nosferatu, the 1922 silent movie, scared the crap out of me. Um, yeah, but when you were how old? Nine. Yeah, I don't even think yeah. I would have come near no. anything that even kind of looked like that at yeah. the age of nine. Invaders from Mars freaked me out, too. The remake, the Toby Hooper remake. Um, just because it was scary that your parents could be taken over by Martians. <laughs> People you thought you could trust. Um See, that's just adding but, way too much stress to a child's life. Why even bother? Because monsters are cool. No. They look cool. <laughs> yeah. I never, ever, ever watched scary things until you and I started dating <laughs> and you started making me watch them with you. Uh, like uh, Dracula? Yeah. Which, if you heard uh, last week's episode, you yeah, thanks for you heard that. Thanks for hey, sharing I, that story. I got, you gave me permission. You gave me permission. I'm pretty sure um, I went because <sighs> I knew you were going to do it either way. <laughs> so I guess that counts as permission. Um, we also what other ones did we? Oh, well, you were saying when you listened because you're such a supportive yes, wife. Yes, I am a supportive listened. wife, and I listened to the last episode as I was driving to Albany last week, and uh, as you were talking about vintage horror movies i was surprised at the number that i've actually seen um and a lot of them in theaters i saw the wolfman with you when you saw it for the first time in theaters yeah. at the dryden the movie's great um but did, then did, things did, that did, did that movie scare you that bad yeah oh, oh did that it? was oh. not good that was not good 
What about the giant claw? Did that scare you? Oh, that was really bad. I don't like that bird thing. Giant claw, if you've never heard of it. It's a sci-fi movie from the 50s. And uh, it was, uh, you know, it's about a giant antimatter bird, in quotes. And uh, Fred F. Sears, who's a director, he originally wanted uh, to get Ray Harryhausen to do this effects. But Sam Katzman, the producer, nicknamed Jungle Sam, didn't uh, like how much money that was going to cost, so instead he outsourced a puppet to Mexico, and the boy just look it up, the giant claw. I think that a goofy looking bird. But I think that makes it almost scarier than oh, really? if it were to be. But he's got little googly eyes. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> terrifying. And he's big as a battleship, as they tell you like fifteen <sighs> times in the movie. Um, You'll have to excuse me because I never remember the names of the films that you make me watch. So oh, I, I usually remember them by <laughs> the scary things in them. So that one with the giant grasshoppers, I hated. Yeah, that uh-huh. was pretty terrible. The one with the brains <laughs> that sucked people's brains. Oh, yeah. From, without a face. It, yeah. Um, I'll have you know, by the way, that Beginning of the End okay. is a movie uh, by a guy named Bert I. Gordon, Mr. Big. And... He, it's a beginning of the end is a movie about grasshoppers that destroy Chicago. The special effects for this movie is real grasshoppers on top of photographs of Chicago. And this is what my wife was afraid of. You know, I just, I'm not sure I was in the mental space to come down the stairs and see that on screen. That's probably why I screamed the way I did. Yeah, she did, because I was, I think it was some morning, uh, I was watching, you know, the MST3K of it, and, uh, I was just watching, and I guess it was a scene where a farmer was getting attacked by one of these giant grasshoppers. Katie came in like right at the split second where the grasshopper came on screen, and she goes, "She she goes, oh no!" It just backed up. It it made me laugh for a long time. That doesn't make me the best husband in the world, but you know, you have fun. You have fun. I think you've said to me multiple times that it makes you happy that some of these films still have that effect yes. on me. That they still have a scare. <laughs> that they, they really, that, power. that they have that power on anybody. Yeah. But I think you, it's true. It's true. I think it's particularly funny for you to watch me. It fills me with joy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I can make you happy. For those movies. Not so, I mean, I care about you and I don't want you to be freaked <laughs> out all the time. But uh, it is, guys, it is a lot of fun. Um, but uh, but I was wondering if you could tell us, um, as a Halloweener, mm-hmm. um, what proud of it. I'm gonna make your, pins. <laughs> how? <laughs> what are your big coping mechanisms? Hmm. So, like, you're gonna, you know, you're, you're getting into a scary movie with right. me, right? Or uh, you know, it's starting to get into the Halloween season. What are oh. your what, what are your tips? Sure. For, um, for, the, for the nervous types. Well, first off. We'll we'll start with uh, just watching scary things in general. It's always good yeah. to have snacks and drinks. It's a good excuse <laughs> to get up and put the dishes away when something scary happens. <laughs> it's a good excuse to go to the bathroom because you've been drinking a lot. Um, I would recommend rum and cokes for mm-hmm. most scary things. Uh, that's how I got through King Kong the last time we watched it. Oh, the movie's great. No, I hate favorites. I hate the up close of King Kong's face. Oh, the the the, the full size bust that they made. Yeah, it's terrifying. I love it. Anyway, um, so yeah, any anything you can do to have an excuse to get up at some point in the film is helpful. Okay. <laughs> um, pillows and blankets I find incredibly helpful. Oh. 
your mother does that. Yes, she does. She hides behind pillows quite a bit. Yeah, doesn't she bring them to the drive-in? Yes, she does. (laughs) My parents go to the drive-in every weekend all summer long. And my mom, when she knows it's going to be an intense movie, brings a pillow to hide behind in their big truck. So you shouldn't be surprised that I am the way I am because... I suppose not. But, uh, hey, like you and your mother both, they, they give it the old college try. Yeah. You know? Uh, she's, she still goes and see those sees those movies that freak. Although the things that freak out Katie's mother are things like uh, intense action scenes. Yes, so, I can handle intense action way more than she can. Yes, I'm not sure she's ever tried scary things. So that yeah. Although I do have to quick aside intense action. I do remember watching Rocky two with you, and you being very uh, riled up by the last by the fight at the end. Like well, because I want like, him to get win. Him, get him, get him, get him. It was great. I was wanted so... to win. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, it, it, was, it was a great viewing experience. Um, it is, I'll, I'll have you know, folks, it's a lot of fun to watch movies with my wife, whether they scare her or not. She, <laughs> I'm glad. The commentary is fun. The laughter is infectious. Uh, the, the intense feelings are palpable. They're a lot of fun. Um, Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> Glad welcome. I could be of service. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but yeah, and, uh, so getting up frequently. Yeah, yeah. getting up, get up frequently. frequently. Um, distracting yourself. You know, it helps that I've watched uh, Friends, The West Wing, Frasier, all those a million different times because I could sort of play an episode in my head <laughs> um, to avoid watching what's going on. I bite my nails a lot. It's not a good habit. No, um, no. But I do it to distract myself. That is not myself. recommended. That's not Geekiverse approved. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's what I do to cope. <laughs> um, sometimes I talk you into playing a board game while you make me watch a scary movie. Mm. So we'll play a lot of sequence or... We did that during Curse of Frankenstein. Was that the one that was past my threshold? Yes. Yeah, I was genuinely pissed at you for <laughs> yes. that one. I trust that you know my <laughs> threshold, and well, that one was bad. way beyond it. Still it still looks fake. You can see like the real flesh tone no. beneath Christopher Lee's makeup. No. Oh, uh, well. I was genuinely mad at you uh, about that one. Curse of Frankenstein is great, by the way. It's a <laughs> memory machine-approved movie. You should watch it. Anyway. But probably for Halloweenies, yeah, above uh, our threshold. I guess, yeah. I was surprised by that. I guess you just didn't like the monster's makeup on that one, right? It was too much. Yeah. But. Uh, so yeah, board games, mm-hmm. different things to distract you. That's usually you'll compromise with me on that, so oh, you yeah. can watch a scary thing oh, yeah. while I'm trying to distract myself. What while did we you do? Did we do anything during Dracula's Daughter, uh, or did you just play with your phone the whole time? I think. I was drinking rum and cokes and uh, playing with my there phone. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Or maybe that'll working. Oh, I, yeah, you were working. Yeah. You were working. Um, that's a great excuse to throw things on without you noticing because you're very deep in your work and I could just throw up, uh, hey, maybe we'll watch uh, Rick and Morty, although I haven't tried uh, that yet. No. <laughs> she no doesn't thanks. like it. No, thanks. Um, it's, it's not for everybody. Um, but yeah, any other uh, tips and tricks for us? Well, for the month of October in general, I would definitely recommend not watching live television. I avoid (laughs) live television for the month of October, and I also avoid Hulu because of their commercials. 
especially Hulu, because Hulu has lots of scary commercials during the month of October. And live yeah. television has lots of scary commercials. So um, I watch all Netflix yeah. or Blu-rays and DVDs throughout all of this month to avoid the extra scary <laughs> element that I just don't need in my life. Oh, my gosh. Well, the thing with Hulu, too, is that they have their own catalog of horror movies that they bought. So right. they want to advertise them. And they do it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what happens then if you have seen something scary? You know, how do you get it out of your mind? How do you... Uh, well, usually you know? I have to plan, if we're going to watch a scary movie together, Nate, I have to plan for time for us to watch said scary movie, but also watch an episode of Frasier or Arthur, the PBS show, or... <laughs> yeah, not, not the movie with Dudley Moore. <laughs> or Doug, uh, Nickelodeon's Doug, not Disney's Doug. I don't know how you could find it anyways if you wanted to. Disney's Doug the movie is on Hoopla. Really? The library app? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Mm. Um, But yeah, usually it's watch something directly afterwards to change my mind. Um, (laughs) And then I watch something to fall asleep to, which we do most nights, but but something Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I want to watch. So usually King of the Hill. Or Friends or or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly King of the Hill. Yeah. Well, uh, oh. I think uh, now's a good time to take a break since my son sounds like my son got up again. Um, and uh, honey, it's your turn. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> we'll catch you in a little bit. Dear Great Pumpkin, I'm looking forward to your arrival on Halloween night. They're back. All the little Peanuts characters in a happy Halloween special filled with ghosties and ghoulies and things that go bump in the night. It's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Monday at 8, 7 Central and Mountain. This is CBS. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed, and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, so let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. It's spooky. It's eerie. It's the Ghost and Mr. Chicken, starring three-time Emmy Award winner Don Knotts as the world's bravest coward. I have been called brave. Now, let me clarify this. As you see, I'm a lion with girls, a tiger with men, and I'm just naturally at home in a haunted house. So what's brave? How should I know? I'm chicken. Mr. Chicken to you. In this motion picture, he starts as a roving reporter. Now he's a raving reporter trying to solve a murder mystery in a house of terror. And he'll scare you silly. Don Knotts in The Ghost and Mr. Chicken in Technicolor. And you're chicken if you miss this movie. Okay, folks, we're back. Um, uh, Katie put the kid back into his bed. Um, Hopefully he won't get up again. I think he had a bed too, uh, nap too close to bedtime, so he's uh, and he's a little confused in terms of his sleep schedule. Anyway, and he has a cold. Yeah, and he has a cold. So, 
Excuse me. We'll cut him some slack. Just this once. <laughs> Just this once. Um, but uh, so I thought in this section we could start out talking about what are some. You know, we talked about movies that scared you. What are some movies you can you can deal with? Like like what are some horror movies that you're like, this is this is what I can handle. If I if I gotta watch them, these these are survivable. So if without if, much effort. Like if you oh without much effort. Okay, well whatever. <laughs> Those yeah. are two different lists. Fine. But if if we're talking about ones that like, you say you know, I want to watch a scary movie because it's October and I never get to watch scary movies, which is <laughs> usually what happens. That's true. I don't. Um, hmm. Scary movies that I can tolerate. I. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. I can tolerate. Because it's all in the Amazon River. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I've seen the monster enough in other things. It's referenced in a lot of other things. There are mm. costumes and things of that nature. So mm. I'm a little desensitized to what that monster looks like. Yeah. So I can tolerate that one. I think pretty easily. I still don't like it, especially <laughs> with it with his little flipper comes over the edge of things. Oh, I don't fun. like it. No, I don't like it. Um, so that's one of them, and I think we saw that one in theaters too. Did we not? Mm-hmm. In 3D. Oh, and you mentioned that in your last podcast. I did. I was there for that. Also in 3D. What did we watch with that monkey costume and the? <laughs> that was robot monster. Yeah, that was kind of scary. That was a very special treat to see that in three in not anaglyph 3D but polarized 3D, because that doesn't get shown very often in that format. Wow. <laughs> you don't know how special this is. And I um, got to witness it myself. Oh, my gosh. What a joy. Yes, it was. Um, Robot Monster. Just Google it. It's great. It's a guy. The main monster is a guy who wears a gorilla costume, but with a diving helmet. So it's scary now. Um, it is anyway. a little bit scary. No, it's not. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. What, what are some other tolerable ones? Uh, I suppose most of the Dracula ones that you've made me watch really? are tolerable now. Really? Oh, oh, okay. I see where this is going. Go ahead. He's less scary. Because? Because <laughs> I sleep with a man in my bed every night, and Dracula mm. doesn't attack women when they have men in their beds. Yep. It's Maybe other women in their beds. I don't know. Single women, lock your doors. Dracula can come get you. He could. But <laughs> not if you sleep with someone else. There you go. So I'm safe now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you telling everyone to get a boyfriend or uh, a husband for uh, defense, defensive purposes? You know, it's... <laughs> or just sleep with a friend. Just don't sleep alone. Yeah. That's when he gets you. <laughs> it's scary. Jeez. Oh, heavens. So um, we got Dracula. We got um, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Curse of Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> I hate the Frankenstein movies because they have little children in them. Not always. Well, a lot of the times. The two that I've seen yeah. that I remember have yeah. children in them. He kidnaps yeah. that little boy in that one. Son of Frankenstein. That's awful. That movie's great. That's oh, awful. I love Bella Lugosi in that one. They tried to hang me once. I was hunted. 
that's great. But Lugosi's great. <laughs> um, okay. We're going to anyway. have to watch an episode of something after we record this podcast. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> um, trying to think if there's any other ones that like we watched and you were okay with. Well, you like Dracula's daughter because of uh, the dresses she wore. I did love her dresses. There were a lot of <laughs> plunging backs, um, a lot of flowy sleeves, a lot of capes, all things that I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I just, th- this, is, this laughter is part of just me hearing you point out something in a movie I like, something completely different that I would have never noticed or cared about, and I'm happy that you enjoy it. You're not always happy. Why did we watch that kung fu movie yeah. and you kept well, yelling we, well, at we me? Well, we watched Enter the Dragon, and she, the whole time, she's like, I like that guy's pants. That's a very nice blue it pants. It was the pants and the shoe combination. The shoe I combination. totally would have worn it. You are looking at the exact wrong thing. This man is doing painful ballet in front of you, and you're ignoring it for his pants. <laughs> Maybe I was appreciating it more for his pants. You don't know. Oh, Anyway. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that we've watched where you were surprisingly okay with it. Well, here's the thing. What you consider horror is mostly outside of my comfort zone. However, there are films that I consider scary that you probably just consider regular films that I would say are tolerable. Like Jaws. Oh, I yeah. can tolerate Jaws, Jaws is kind if of I can hide movie. if I can hide behind a pillow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially can... when that severed head comes up uh, oh, inside the canoe. Oh god, that's so much. Yeah. Um, th- the biggest problem I have with Jaws is I already have a pretty substantial fear of um, of the ocean, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that doesn't help. I don't like any body of water that there could be a living creature in. I like chlorinated pools. <laughs> and that's about it. Oh, boy. Um, so Jaws, that's one of them that I would I would consider a scary movie that I would watch in October with you. And I would tolerate it. Mm. Mm. Uh, same thing with Jurassic Park. Oh, Those yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I can watch them. I, uh, there's a lot of jump scares, so I'm usually on the edge of my seat. Uh, uh, Jurassic Park, I guess, maybe not too bad. There's a few. There's a couple. But I feel like those are telegraphed better than modern jump scares are. You know oh, I don't I mean? watch modern things. Well, you know, I don't either. <laughs> uh, my threshold, frankly, is at, like, late 60s, early 70s. He's mm-hmm. like, Night of the Living Dead and... I don't know, Black Christmas is about as much as I could take, but I make exceptions every now and then, like for The Shining. I know The Shining is no. very artful. No, um, I will not watch The Shining. The Shining's great. You went and saw The Shining with your siblings. Yes, we did. 35 millimeter. Yeah. yeah. I stayed home and played Just Dance yeah. by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we also saw Black Christmas in the theater, in uh, the, in the same no, theater. thank you. Oh, that was great. I'm going to plug my ears while you describe what that no, movie I'm is. No, I'm not going to torture you with that. Um, I know what it is, but just don't say it again. Yeah. But, um, well, th- this just to say, it's one of the very first, if, if you were to watch it, it, uh, it invents a big trope. You know, namely, the call is coming from inside the house. So, if you do ever watch it, just know that that was the one that started it. So, 
you know, if you ever watch it. No, I'm not going to describe anything else scary. Okay. I'm not going to describe any of the grisly murders. Stop. Don't worry about it. Right now. Um, <laughs> Do you want to have to watch two or three episodes of something after recording a podcast? Okay. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so we so there's some that you can handle, yeah. clearly. But what are some ones that you actually, like, you really enjoy? Like, uh, the episodes or specials? that are tradition for you, ones that you really like, ones that you can recommend for the squeamish or the nervous among us? So I think you would be surprised by this. I actually do enjoy it, even though it's absolutely ridiculous and kind of scary. Um, but I like Phantom of the Paradise. It's a great movie. <laughs> it is a great movie. I love Phantom of the Paradise. But it is creepy and kind of scary. And yeah. since it's sort of Phantom of the Opera-esque, I feel like it's appropriate for... Yeah. October. Yeah, the movie's great. It is a good movie. Um, uh, it's got Paul Williams in it. You love Paul Williams. I love that man. I love his music. <laughs> the man, the music, uh, the legacy. Paul and Williams. I unknowingly like Paul Williams just because <laughs> yeah. I really like Muppet things and yes, grew up and with it. Yes, and he wrote a lot of the music for Muppet stuff. Exactly. Um, that movie's just great too as like uh, satire on 70s music. Right. It came out in 74 and there's a lot of jabs at things like the singer-songwriter trend that was happening at the time and the glam rock trend and and uh the, the propensity for rock operas and things like that it's a really neat movie uh brian de palma's best in my opinion uh not that i've seen much else of his work but uh that movie's wonderful it's it's so good um uh, so yeah fan yeah. of the parents you actually enjoy that huh yeah, I have to hmm. be in the right mood for it, but I, I have to admit, I have enjoyed it when we've watched that movie. Um, so, yeah, I thought you'd be surprised by that yes, one. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Very surprised. We should watch it after this. No, it's yeah. too close to bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can't watch that right before bed. Um, other films that I would enjoy watching at Halloween time... Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, something I have to watch every year, my absolute favorite Halloween anything is The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Ah, uh, that that movie is great. <laughs> it is oh, so funny. so good. Don Knotts at his finest. I mean, it, that's the role he was born to play, it was is, Luther Heggs. And it's, yeah. it's just so charming mm-hmm. and so heartwarming but there are also scary parts to it yeah but i mean at the end of the movie you kind of learn that you know it was all kind of concocted but uh the the gist of the movie is that there's a nervous uh typesetter named luther heggs but he really wants to be a real journalist so he hears that there's uh that he could do a story about a murder house in town in this little town of rachel kansas and uh i forget the name of the owners of the house do you remember no no sorry but uh but it's uh so he learns about there was a ghastly murder that took place there and the house is haunted so he goes in and he you know he, he he's he believes the house to be haunted as he goes in there's a great sequence of him in, in this haunted house and the whole movie from then on is him trying to prove himself worthy of a journalist uh it's there's a lot of humor about just the weird little quirks about small town living, um, the weird characters that you can find in a small town. Um, it's it's a great movie. 
and in, infinitely quotable. My family quotes it all the time. Yeah. Uh, bon Ami. You know, you mentioned Bon Ami and that, you know, they use Bon Ami. Yeah. Or uh, Attaboy Luther. Attaboy Luther. Attaboy Luther. Um, My dad was talking about, I can't remember if he said there was a ref named Luther in Chicago uh, in the 80s when he would go to the Hawks games all the oh, time. Yeah. Or th- there was somebody on the ice whose name was Luther. Yeah. And whenever they did something good, some guy in the crowd would yell, boy, Luther. Because <laughs> I was actually just talking about this movie with my dad last weekend when yeah. I was home. And oh, he was he was great. saying, too, that it's you know one of his favorites. Uh, Vic Mizzy does the music in it, which is just great. The '60s score that's both at times spooky, but other times just sort of goofy fun and right. Um, yeah, it's great. It's a great movie. The leading actress, though, I don't remember her name, but she sounds like she smokes a pack a day, doesn't she? To you, I can't. I mean, it yeah, was the know. '60s. Was Everybody the 60s, did, but <laughs> but uh, it was interesting. I don't know. It was just one of the things that I caught one of my last viewings. I'm like, you know, I bet. I, I bet there's not a leading actress, a major leading actress today, who sounds like that. Huh. That's interesting. Um, but, but we uh, will definitely be watching that one. Yeah. On that Halloween. Great. That movie's yeah. great. Um, yeah. Uh, but so that one is a really good one. Mm-hmm. And my favorite. And Hands your favorite. Down. Yeah. Uh, if any of you out there were expecting a different one uh, for a favorite... Um, it's not Nightmare Before Christmas. Ah, uh, no, it is we not. we both saw uh, for the first time what, a three few years, years ago. ago? Yeah, yeah, I would say three years yeah, ago. two or three years ago. We saw it for the first time uh, all these years, and neither of us had seen it. And uh, yeah, what do you think of Nightmare Before Christmas? You know... You think the hype killed it? I think the hype killed it yeah. for me because so I know a lot of people that like spooky things, and they sure. grew up with the nightmare before christmas so they loved it they're nostalgic for it they love everything about it Mm -hmm. i think going into it i was expecting a lot more than what it was and maybe if i had grown up with it i would have loved it but i don't think the music was very good it didn't none of it stuck with me um the animation of course was great Sure. You know, yeah. Great stop motion. I love to see stop motion. A little scary, but. But, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, didn't, it just didn't strike a chord with me. I guess we were just too late for it. Maybe. That might have been it. Too late and, yeah, expected yeah. too much of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the problem. I mean, I don't think it's bad. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, I'm like, glad like, we. Like, I didn't I'm, watch it and say, this is awful. I was just like, yeah. That's pretty good. I'm glad we saw it sure. to say we've seen it, but. I don't feel like I need it's to watch it again. It's a fine movie. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. Fine. Right. <laughs> Probably a, an unpopular opinion, though. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people that really love it. Yeah. Apologies if you if you really sure. do love it. I mean, more power to you. I could see why you would, honestly. Right. I, I could see why why it could, as a, as a younger person, worm your way into your psyche. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, as an adult... With all the hype behind it, it was kind of underwhelming. But, uh, you know, start your own dank podcast and talk about it, why don't you? Um, <laughs> um, but other one we should talk about, too, is It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Well, obviously. Yes. That is, yes. you know. Um, I was talking to you about this on our way to Rochester this weekend to see my right. family. Um, 
but uh, we were talking about how um, there's a lot of comment on religion in it. At least mm-hmm. I think. No, there are comments. On, I I yeah. would agree with you that yeah. there are comments on religion. I just think that you your opinion is that it's it's more it's probably more scathing than oh what i see in it really yeah oh man i i I just love the comment that uh well it's hard to tell with charles schultz in general um you know i did a little reading did a little research before we recorded here and you know the man was very private but had a lot of ideas about religion and you can tell that with linus with the way that he clearly believes in something that's never going to be rewarded um there is some admiration for that in a weird way um i heard i I read an article that described uh linus is waiting for the great pumpkin as a lonely vigil (laughs) and i I loved that it's like oh that's perfect what what perfect verbiage to use to describe that um and the fact that he tricks poor sally into well, not tricks, but he convinces poor Sally to sit there all night with him, and she gets obstinate, having wasted a, a perfect trick or treating opportunity for. He's also completely un- uninterested in her until he realizes that he could get her to sit out there with him, and he yes. wouldn't be alone in his endeavor. <laughs> yes, 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 and and I love at the end too that there's the the moment of sort of uh, blind faith, like the, the belief that blind faith will be rewarded. Where he um, he says like no 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 here I'll, I'll be in here next year if you come if no 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 I didn't mean if I mean when when you come when you come <laughs> yeah it's sort of like oh no I'm doomed I, I didn't believe fully and it's uh it's really fascinating Charlie Brown even says uh, another point like he, he sit, gets up there while Linus is reading is, is writing his letter to the Great Pumpkin because for some reason he thinks it's like Santa Claus and. Uh, Charlie Brown just sort of looks at at this letter that he's writing to the Great Pumpkin, shakes his head, and just says, "I think we're separated by denominational differences." <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 great. I love it. And of course, the world is very cruel to poor Charlie Brown. Yeah, that's where uh, you know I got a rock. You know? I went as Charlie Brown one year for Halloween with a sheet full of with holes. a sheet full of holes. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, yeah, I I read uh, two in um in the in the article I read. I can't remember who wrote it. I'm sorry, but I got it through Wikipedia, so yeah, you can find it too. Um, but um, that uh, he said, following that special, that a bunch of people sent in candy for Charlie Brown. No, yeah, like they mailed in candy for him. <laughs> That's I do very always sweet. feel bad for him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just. Uh, the world, the world punishes poor Charlie Brown. It's very cathartic if you've had a really bad day <laughs> to watch Charlie Brown and just sort of commiserate with this poor tortured soul. Just yeah. a comment. I think that the new Charlie Brown movie that came out a couple of years ago is incredibly underrated, and it's I love good. it. It's very good. It's very sweet. It is very it's sweet. Very sweet. Uh, Charlie Brown actually. Well, I won't spoil it for you. It's too new. Too new. It's not like I'm spoiling Son of Dracula here. Murders in the Rue Morgue. Um, go go watch it. It's good. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything else? 
any, uh, any episodes of things? Well, yeah, there's lots of TV episodes. Um, I know we had talked before about uh, the Hey Arnold episode that you oh, actually I like. I love it. The ghost train to hell. Yeah, I thought that oh. was really scary. Oh, I love it. Um, but I watched it, and I've watched it multiple times, yeah. so um, it must not have scared me that bad. Mm. But But I have seen it multiple times, and I love all things Hey Arnold. So Yeah, it's a good show. And the Doug episode, um, where they're at the haunted, is that oh, like amusement yeah, park? Amusement park. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, kind of Halloween themed for the occasion. Funky Town. They go to yeah, Funky Town. that's right. <laughs> Won't you take me to Funky Town? Um, that's a good one. Uh, recently, um, we got Teddy season two of the Goof Troop. Uh, and there yeah. is an episode on there that's actually called Halloweenies. Yeah. Yes. And I thought that was pretty good. Oh, what is that one about? I haven't seen that one. It's about Pete. He buys a bed and breakfast okay. and they find out that it's haunted. And uh. so Max and what's Pete's son's name? Oh, geez. Max, Pete's son is yeah. named. Yeah. Shoot. I just watched a goofy movie. I should know this. Yeah. Anyway. His it'll, friend. It'll come to yeah. me later. Yeah. Um, PJ. PJ, thank you. There we go. Yes. So Max and PJ Peach. go yeah. over and they figure out that it's haunted uh-huh. by these musician ghosts uh-huh. who like never got to their show or whatever in the oh. 20s or something um, who aren't mean ghosts. They just enjoy you know, harassing people. Getting a rise out of folks. Yeah. 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 The, so the it's the it's ghosts. them trying to get rid of it so yeah. that, that the bed and breakfast could be used. But then at the end of the episode, um, people come because they hear it's haunted. And then he's like, then Pete says, oh, there's no ghosts. And then the people leave because they wanted it to be haunted. Uh, so, but it's, yeah. it's really it's funny. Cute. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Not scary. I didn't think yeah. it was scary. I do like um, speaking of Disney. The uh, there's a Donald Duck cartoon. There's several Donald Duck cartoons that are fun to watch at Halloween. One of them is uh, called just called Trick or Treat. That's about uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They find a real witch at a, when they're trick or treating. I've seen that yeah. one. Trick or treat, trick mm-hmm. or treat for Halloween. Um, it's uh, it's just it's just bouncing. She's a really fo- short. Like yes. Green Witch? Her name is Witch Hazel. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with the Warner Brothers version, but also voiced by June Foray, I think, who just passed away. Um, there's another one, too. I think, I forget the, the name. I think it's called Duck Pimples, but it's where Donald Duck is listening to, um, I think he. I think the, the premise is he took money from Huey, Dewey, and Louie's piggy bank to get something and uh he hears uh you know that scary detective show on the radio and he keeps getting freaked out and racked by his own guilt something like that or it could be conflating two mm. cartoons together who knows um but those are fun and they're on youtube uh right. not by disney but i guess disney just doesn't care so <laughs> look them up uh they're there for you for free um yeah, anything else? Not to jump categories. I just thought of this. Yeah. Something I cannot handle, nor will I ever handle, mm. 
are the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror oh, episodes. Oh, I love those. I cannot. <laughs> I I can I can do most cartoon Halloween themed things. Yeah. Well, but, they re- well they really go for the gusto. In those I things. can't do those, especially really as they get further can. on. I mean, the one where they all turn inside out and then do a dance number. Ugh. And uh, that doesn't sound like something yeah. I'd enjoy. Or the ones where Mr. Burns is um, is uh, Dracula, but but the Dracula from Francis Ford Coppola's movie with the big hair, you know, that's fun. Uh, I'm glad I you love, like it. I love those, I but love I those so I much. I can't do it. Um, but anyway, yeah. When I was a kid, those are the ones I would definitely just leave the room for, not even yeah. try to hide behind something oh, and watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there are, there are lots of movies that I would consider scary that I can tolerate that well, that you Well, tolerate would. or enjoy cuz we're talking uh, now about enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. We just watched um Sunset Boulevard. That oh. to me has like an October kind of scary, is, creepy feel to it. Yeah, it's spooky. Um, Sunset Boulevard's great. I enjoy it. I love William Holden. Yeah, he's terrific. I love him in all things. He's terrific. I still got to get you to see Network with me. Is it good? Oh, it's well. William Holden's in it. I love William yeah, Holden. Like Let's do la- it. One of the last uh, <laughs> movies he did before he passed away. Yeah, and he—it's a great, great, great role. Okay. He's amazing. Um, but yeah, Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard's very good. You know, it's more of a a noir. Noir, but it it has that October feel to yeah. me. Yeah, well, it takes place in a sort of rundown mansion, sort of quasi haunted yeah you know yeah there are by, elements by the ghosts of, of lost dreams you know and sort of bizarre fanciful things that happen like when you when the movie starts he's yeah. she's has that ape that she's doing a funeral for so yeah. it's like the, there's the bizarre weirdness not yeah. just the sort of creepy old house but yeah. like the crazy things that have happened there oh yeah that, that movie's great i i love it saw that one for the first time yeah. when it was in the theater we saw it on a nitrate print oh which, that's very special i didn't remember that part uh, of it but. yeah dryden the dryden theater is one of the very there's not many places that are um equipped to, to project nitrate film which if you don't know nitrate is very flammable very combustible and can destroy a lot in a very short amount of time in fact you can look up on wikipedia um movie theater tragedies because Oof. it just happens so often with nitrate film yeah um but uh but uh, but if you ever see one at the dryden you're safe they have all the things <laughs> in they they that uh the uh the booth is as these metal shutters that will come down in case anything bad happens and they constantly have uh air pumping around it so it, the the possibility of it ever becoming ignited is very 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 slim but yeah, we saw that one. It was beautiful, beautiful print of Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, and that was my first time seeing the movie, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. Buster Keaton has a bit part in it. Yes, he does playing, at the poker, poker table. Yeah, yeah. playing poker. Um, and obviously, you know, I like things like Young Frankenstein. That's, oh, that's funny. Fun. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. Yeah, but that's sort of a, a given. Don't know where to go. Fashion sits. Um. But uh, movies that I actually like that are scary. Sure, yeah. It's a short list. I mean, we could probably we could probably start wrapping it up then, eh? 
Yeah. You think so? I can tolerate uh, Godzilla films. <laughs> you like those? <laughs> you they you do really scare like me. They said, do? Yes. It's Godzilla movies. Yeah, the monsters. I don't like their faces. Oh, my gosh. Um, But I like sort of, you know, there are ways that you like watching me watch films. Uh-huh. There's something childlike in your demeanor when you watch <laughs> Godzilla films. I grew and, up with those things. <laughs> and so it's kind of fun to watch you watch them yeah. or you watch them with our two and a half year old. Yes. Um, Teddy loves because Godzilla. he loves Godzilla movies, too. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me with Teddy because, uh, you know, you have a a much higher threshold for scary things than I do. Uh Um, But he sort of has a little bit of both of us in him when it comes to scary things. You know, he could could watch Godzilla movies and it doesn't even, he doesn't blink Mm -hmm. an eye at it. But then there are certain things in cartoons that you wouldn't think would scare a kid that he's not a big fan of well he was afraid of the crocodile and peter pan for a while you remember that yep but he's fine with it now i guess but his phases go in and out um he especially doesn't like the spider from that one scary movie you showed him accidentally oh my goodness (laughs) yeah well i meant to show him seventh voyage of sinbad which is i mean it has monsters in it but it's more of an adventure tone tone to it you know it's a hero fighting a monster uh so what happened was our tv broke and i thought it'd be a fun time to take out i have an eight millimeter projector with some you know little films on it and i thought it'd be fun to show our two and a half year old son a few of them because there was a big blank wall yeah there's a big big blank where the tv was so i tried to show him what i thought was seventh voyage of sinbad but instead what was on it was another Bert, we're talking about Bird Eye Gordon here's another Mr. Big movie uh, Earth versus the Spider and it had it's you know it's one of those things it's a tarantula on top of a photograph but there was a part of it where a little kid was in the street and mm. you know he was alone his mom had to come in at the last minute to sweep him up and take him away and uh, Teddy did not like that that freaked him out yeah I can't imagine that it helped that it that it helped any that it was on film either. Oh yeah, there's something there's spooky extra, there's about extra, it. I, one of the things I love about film is I tend to refer to it as sort of an as something that that I mourn its you know its disappearances. There's sort of an alchemy there. It's picture and sound, but on a physical form and a and something that you shine light through. I don't know. There's something almost mystical about that. But, uh, yeah, that does add a little bit of a, especially when it's silent. Yeah. Take the sound silent, away from it. black and white, a- giant spider a, attacking a, a little kid. And it adds, adds an eeriness to it. Yeah. Um, so now, now yeah. randomly, actually, I think he did it in earnest at first, but yeah. now he sort of uses it as an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, he would for, say, for sympathy. he would say. I'm scared of one of Daddy's movies. His spider His movie. Spider I'm scared movie. of it. And like, oh yes, yes, yes. You're he would fishing say, for sympathy. He would say it at first, I think, yeah. because he was genuinely scared. But now he doesn't when he's like trying to avoid going to bed yes. and wants you to stay with him for yes. two seconds longer. Yeah. Let's snuggle for a little bit. <laughs> he did that to me when I was just in there. Yeah, I bet. I bet he did. I bet he did. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we should probably start wrapping up here. We've we've covered some good ground, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. we're halfway through October. Yeah, halfway a little through, bit more. A little bit more through October. We got list, listed some good picks. <sighs> Shared some memories. 
yep. share some laughs, loved a little, learned a little. And um, since we talked about scary things, we'll be watching a, an episode of Frasier after this. Of course. Um, so, Katie, do you have anything to plug? Do I have anything to plug? Interesting. Uh, what do you, what uh, do you have to advertise? Hmm. Well, if you or anyone you know in Western New York is in danger of foreclosure, I work at a not-for-profit law office that does foreclosure prevention. And we're the Western New York Law Center. We're free legal services. How's that for a plug? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Lord's work. Uh, Do you have a Twitter they could follow? Ooh, Yeah, what is it? Do you want them to follow you? (laughs) I think it's... All 40 of our listeners. Um, At lock... L O C K underscore K A T E. Yeah, K A T E underscore H A R T. Lock underscore Kate underscore Hart. Yes, that's right. It's my first name in yeah. the middle of our yeah. last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anything else you, you got it covered? Ground covered? That, that's it. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Nate underscore Lockhart. Um, you hear me, you see me uh, tweet Simpson stuff. Uh, old video games and uh, general uh, dismay of the world Um, but of course you can also find a lot of things on the Geekiverse thegeekiverse.com it's a website lots of great articles in fact uh, one of our guests I'm sure if if you've heard previous episodes you you know this but if you haven't uh, you should because uh, previous guest Trey Wittish has been doing a series on Stephen King short stories, and they are excellent little, uh, you know, uh, peanut reviews of these uh, of these nifty little stories that I wouldn't have never heard of otherwise. Um, so it's fun to read up on those and sort of create a little checklist for yourself to think. Oh, I'm going to get an audio version of this so I can listen to it at work. You too, Katie. No yeah? thanks. Okay. Not Halloween approved. Um, anyway, yeah, that's, I mean that's that that's really cool what's going on. Uh there's also stuff going on, on the YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash the Geekiverse. I don't remember if the is in there. And of course, uh all the other social media haunts, your Facebooks, your Twitters, um you know, Instagram, I guess. Snapchat. Snapchat. Uh-huh. Uh Pinterest. Um but uh also of uh, import is uh the Patreon. Uh, which I don't know if it's, again, patreon.com slash thegeekiverse or patreon.com slash geekiverse. Anyway, just plug it in the search bar and you'll find it. Uh, but it would uh, really help to throw us a few bones, uh, you know, just to for keep the lights on, web hosting, all that kind of stuff. Uh, keep shows like The Memory Machine going. We'll give you a tote bag. That's, nope, we won't. We won't give you that. Um, <laughs> look, look, look on the Patreon.com page. They'll tell you your rewards and all that. But seriously, just a dollar or two goes a long, long way. Um, but with that having said, uh, have a good Halloween. Have a good rest of your October. We'll see you again in a couple weeks. Good night. Night. <laughs> <laughs>